1: In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. A three-run home run for Bumkington. The Yankees now lead it by a score of 3-2. Bill Lee is now going over to a couple of the Yankees, and there they go again. Bum hits it to deep left. That might send the Yankees to the World Series. Tech, and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Passada's throw. Roberts safe.
3: What can I say? Just keep my heart and. and... Cold the Yankees, my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 134. John Senecal, myself, Brian Shackman, joined by the Matt Saroyce. What's happening? Lean and mean. How are you feeling?
0: I love how you guys put your radio radio voices on. Everybody's right. great. Leading up to this, it was, <laughs> I'm so glad
3: it's Friday. <laughs> we said we were going to do a rant, and... Um, and Matt's like, can I do it, too? <laughs> like, okay. If you don't know Matt Royce, he is the producer of this podcast, also the producer of my show, Brian and Company, on WTIC News Talk 1080, a lifelong Yankee fan as well. And so it's like gang-up season. But I, I, since I don't have a ton to say, I thought it would be good to have the both of you on. We'll talk about MVP stuff, Stanton and Cashman a little bit, and then we'll rant, if you will. Um, first of all, I, I want to ask you two. I mean... Cashman takes a dig at Stanton and Stanton's agent rips Cashman and warns people not to come to New York. I'll just let you start.
0: (laughs) Do not go to New York. It's not safe. Um, I'll give you my take on it. I I think it's Cashman's way of, A, kind of putting him on notice, but also being like, Let's maybe light a, light a fire. Can we piss this guy off, and maybe he'll wave his no-trade clause and ask <laughs> for a trade somewhere? Um, the interesting thing is, is his agent is also Yamamoto's agent. Yeah. So that is a little spooky. So, if if we're if if the agent says don't go to New York, and then that's his client, that's a little scary. But my take is. Um, he didn't state anything that was wrong, or the, it's the it's obvious he probably is going to get hurt. He has been hurt. He gets hurt every year. He was a super underperformer, but I think it was it was twofold. Uh, light a little fire, and if he is going to stick around, perform. And if he's not wanting to stick around, maybe he he's the one that initiates. Like, hey, can I get the proceedings going to get out of here?
2: When I first read this, I, I literally was like, oh, this is like a satire site because Brian, <laughs> Brian Cashman yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't say this, right? And then when I verified it and saw it was actually real i was like i said is he trying to light a fire and i sent the the youtube video of george costanza driving a world series trophy around a parking lot shouting obscenities at george steinbrenner i was like is he trying to get fired like like what, what's he doing but I, it was kind of surprising but at the same time you know, if he's trying to drive him out of town i think i'm okay with it but do you
3: both assume it's calculated I think it's calculated. Or was it just him being frustrated and like he's saying like I'm a, I'm kind of a lame duck. I, fru-
2: I don't think it's frustrated because a week ago he said that he's proud of the team and, and he thinks that they did pretty good. So.
0: And he, but he also went on that rant like too with the media the first day of the the yes, GM pretty, meetings. Pretty defensive. Was, it was it was like a profanity laced rant which you know calls into question the whole like you know oh, we're the Yankees and you know we cut our hair and we all that. Now all of a sudden we're on air like <laughs> saying. You know, oh, F this and F that, and we are this good and that.
3: But the agent saying that, does that mean it backfired? Or is it, could be, because I feel like, listen, being a Boston fan, there was a long time where people said black people don't want to play for the Celtics. They don't want to come to Boston, it's racist. Same with the Red Sox. Red Sox actually have a pretty strong racist history in their ownership not the pre- the current owners, but previous ones. So, like, I understand what how perception... Sometimes the tail can wag the dog, too. Sometimes it's not true, but the reputation is that way, right? So, I mean, do you think this could actually hurt? Do you think Otani's like, I don't want to go there?
0: Well, like, if if that's his agent and I'm he's just saying, saying like, stay away from New York, I think in that specific case, it does hurt him, right? I mean, if, you, if, if he's come out and said stay away from New York and he is... A, a, the one of the main pitching free agent you know other than the couple that are in because
3: he's, he's yamamoto's agent. right
0: yeah. yeah so i mean i think it does hurt him but at the same time as a yankee fan who's been ranting about getting rid of stanton i kind of like it because look if you look at the yankees roster do they really need to add that much more money to their to their payroll with yamamoto yeah he'd be great to have and all but who's to say he's not 14 starts away from his first Tommy John surgery. And he's pitched 18 million innings already. So, yeah, there's a gray area there. So do we want to spend more money on that? I don't even know if he'd be coming to New York. So I think it'd be more beneficial to get rid of Stanton than it would be to bring Yamamoto in because you also got guys already on your roster that, if they're healthy, are probably just as good you yeah. have already played in New York. I, mean, I,
2: I completely agree. I, I mean, I don't know what it is, and it seems like history— just keeps repeating itself. Now with Shohei getting his, this is his second Tommy John surgery, right?
0: Yeah, if he got a Tommy John surgery, you don't even know yeah, what he
2: got. Right, right. It could have been a variation of different things, but I mean, Daisuke Matsuzaka got it. it you know, I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if there's a pitch count in Japan. or There's they, not. There's if a if whole they, documentary go, on
0: these kids throw like like an insane amount of innings. They'll they throw they like 200 like, innings a week or they
2: something. Go it's three, like crazy. They go three, three days rest too. A, a yeah. lot of the time too over there. So why don't they, they
3: understand? Well, the old school thought is if you actually built up the arm, it could last longer. But it doesn't matter. It's like like pitchers are like thoroughbred horses. They've been bred a certain way, and you can't go back. You know, it's it's you're not going to get you know someone pitching you know like Satchel Paige type stuff.
0: Eventually, it's gonna it's gonna wear out, right? I mean, look at through the history of baseball, how many pitchers went their whole career and didn't go on the IL or D.O., what it used to be called, for some sort of arm, was it elbow or the labrum or the shoulder. Like, It just doesn't happen. And eventually, most guys just burn out, and they only make it four or five years because their arms can't handle I mean, their arms just can't handle it. It just doesn't – so
3: net, too much torque. net-net, you're fine with Cashman? I'm
0: not fine with Cashman. I wish Cashman wasn't even there, to be honest yeah. with you. I feel like it'd be it'd be better if he wasn't involved. <laughs> so, so let's get rid of Stan and Cashman. The whole BS audit it. system is like, I mean, what did they do? We talked about this before. It's like, they're, they're going to blame it on someone? They didn't blame it on anybody. They yeah. got rid of a coach who didn't even want to be there.
3: Sounds like we're ranting already. Right? But,
0: I mean, Sean Casey's that. the only one that left, and then another coach left to, to manage the Mets. I mean, did they get rid of anybody? No, they left.
3: Yeah, see, I think that in some ways the Red Sox have more opportunity because I feel like they have more like budget to spend and more places to feel like, I think the Yankees aren't close. The Yankees have got so much fat
0: just hanging around. It's not just on the roster. It's in the office, too.
3: Yeah, and they've really done very little to change it. Um, Let's put a little pin in that, because we'll come back for whatever rants you want to do. We're going to just do an open rant with whatever at the end of the podcast. Um, Whatever. (laughs) So um, Acuna and Shohei win MVP. And you know, to me, I'm really not that engaged in postseason, you know, off-season baseball right now. Like the hot stove to me is like cold as ice. I could care less right now. But I mean, Shohei where he goes is interesting to me. But I just feel like it's not New York or Boston. It just doesn't feel like. You hear rumors. I don't. I don't know if it's Chicago or somewhere. They're like, or is it the Mets? I can't remember. Somebody was quoted saying like, "Don't get overbid by somebody else." Like there are other places out there who are going to. Spend whatever it takes.
2: Yeah, I've heard San Francisco, Chicago, the
0: Cubs, or are... Atlanta. Heard of yeah. all. Atlanta
3: can't really do it though.
0: Why couldn't mm, they? Why they got payroll flexibility, and they've been winning and winning and winning. They got money generated like crazy in that. Yeah, in that I feel team.
3: like really, I feel like they have a lot of stars. All, they're all, have yeah, to but pay. they're
0: all being paid nothing, dude. They are smart. They signed all these guys for like under ten million dollars a year contracts. These right. guys are thirty million dollar players that they got locked up for the next six years.
3: Do you think those guys play pissed? I don't know if know, you're winning, nobody plays pissed. Even though you're getting paid $15 million when you get double that. Yeah,
0: but I mean, think about the life these guys live, man. I don't know. I mean, yes, you're away from your family, you're moving, but most of these guys that are younger, they might not have like the whole family unit going and everything is catered to you. I mean, your biggest probably adaptation is going and flying and staying at a hotel, which is going to be a nice room. That's probably your biggest adaptation as far as it's the travel. Right,
3: we're speaking for people who are like we're not millionaires. So, <laughs> I'm if you're you're making right.
0: fifteen million dollars a year, like you you don't have like the, you have money problems because you got people bothering you. you no, ain't got but problems money's like money. Deal with every if day. someone
3: said to you, "I I I could double your salary," but you're in a contract, so I can't do that. You'd be a little ticked. I'm not just saying like if they go out and give five hundred million to Shohei, I I, I don't know. It kind of changes the dynamic in the clubhouse or whatever. But I mean. Do you assume that the, the Yankees and Red Sox won't get someone like that?
0: I don't think, I don't think the Yankees are going to spend the money unless it's like a really short crazy? contract. I mean, he's going to want $50 million regardless like if he's pitching or not. Yeah, He's going to want that. I mean, I think that's insane. That is completely insane because, listen, if he's not going back to the Japanese pitcher thing, if he is not going to be someone who can adapt and stay on that mound, he's going to have to be something else. He's not just going to be a DH and be a person that's going to sign a ten-year contract, regardless of who he's bringing into the stadium. He's going to need. So to you're be saying a first your base. point is
3: he's not worth it?
0: No, he's going to he's not he's going to have to play a different position to be valuable for a team. Because listen, there's yes, there's universal DH now, but there's a ton of other guys that need to be that universal yeah. DH, the Kyle Schwarbers of yeah. the world. So if you're a two-sport athlete and you are that not two-sport two-way athlete and you're that talented, you should be able to pick up first base like nothing, like Bryce Harper, right? Yeah. Right? You should be able to play the outfield, and I would think his longevity would be learn first base, get to a team, hope to sign, and be like, listen, I'm a team player. I'm ready to play first base. I'm ready to pitch when I can, if I can, and if I can't, here I am, first base, yeah. and I'm going to hit one of the best players in the league still.
2: I agree, and that's why the Yankees will be out, because A, I mean, everybody needs pitching, but he can't pitch this year. I think they would rather have a Juan Soto that they can get for a year, and I think they Probably will end up with Juan Soto, and with Shohei, you, you don't know what you're going to get long term after a second Tommy John surgery. You just you just can't you can't tell after a second Tommy John surgery if that guy's fastball is going to be three four miles an hour less. If, if you know, it almost always makes you
3: stronger
0: though, doesn't it? Yeah, but there's two of them too, and he is getting yeah. older. I mean, what is he? Shohei's probably what 28? Yeah. I mean, that, you say older, but in baseball age, that is old. Yeah, yeah. Right. The interesting part about this year is, you know, Acuna and Otani won, and that's the first time in MLB history it's been unanimous for both players. Yeah, in both I, leagues. I sort of
3: think that's a cultural shift around, uh, among the media. Actually, I think that there's less of that person who's like, "Oh, I have to vote for my hometown guy," or "I need, I don't want to vote for him because X or Y." Like, he I feel- also,
0: I mean, listen, Otani, that's a second unanimous too, and. He missed the whole last month of the season. So, I mean, this award was pretty much decided. He he owned this award. I think he's the before. most
3: outstanding player in baseball. I'm not sure he's the most valuable. Like, I still look at MVP as someone who, like, if you don't have that person, you can't win type thing. Yeah. And I think he's the he is by far the most talented overall baseball player on the planet. But I don't know if that makes him MVP. It's like when Cal Ripken won it and the Orioles finished last. Like I was like, that's kind of garbage. But whatever. I I mean, that's just how I my take on the award, which is a dinosaur. I was dinosaur surprised it got
0: a unanimous. I really was. Yeah, I didn't. I, I did sure. not expect that. I did not expect just for all the sake 30. alone
3: that he was out a month. Yeah, and his team wasn't. Yeah. His team was nothing. His team
0: was like in it. They weren't kinda, bad. They were kind of in it, but they really never were considered in it. Really, when you think about it. Um, and I mean, especially tra- in the AL West, when you got those other three. Yeah, teams Yeah, and you on lose Trout too, like, right? I mean, that's the, they're out. Yeah, you're yeah. done. You can't. You can't recover from that. He's so. John
3: Senecal. He's Matt Stroyce. I'm Brian Shackman. This is episode 134 of Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. I got to be honest, I don't. I could care less about. The hitting coach for the Yankees. I mean, it's obvious that he's Judge's guy, and who cares? And and B, the the A's to Vegas, like duh, it was going to happen. Like, you guys got anything you want to say on that? Go ahead, but I got nothing to say about it. The only thing
0: about the A's is interesting: is that where are they going to play? They, their lease is up after this season in Oakland, so they have to figure out where to play. in 25, 26, and twenty seven before
3: their new. Their it ta- new it's going to take that long to build one. Well, yeah, it
0: takes three or so years. You know, I mean, you got to grease the politicians, right? <laughs> they got to tear down some real estate, right? Too, they in got order they go got on the strip there. Take some salamanders off the grid and that kind of stuff.
3: <laughs> so it'll you be, know how it goes. They'll be playing at UNLV or something.
0: Like, well, they they talk about like playing in San Francisco. Talking about play, play
3: in Montreal. Play, talk, yeah, right. Talk it's about so playing cool,
0: at uh, their AAA park in Nevada. Um the, the it's right ve- outside of it. Yeah. yeah, Las Vegas Aces. I think it probably so. seats like ten. Well, the new stadium's supposed to seat thirty thousand. So I think that's the new hybrid model. Like if your team sucks, keep it down low. Like keep it like the, the Tampa was going to get a thirty thousand. They ain't going to yeah. fill that. They aren't going to fill it. They might, but it's still Vegas, right? Well, well no,
2: ve- I think that's their thinking too. Is that the turnover in Vegas? Uh, people will just go for vacation, and it'll be like, oh, you know, like they kind of do with the Raiders games there of the Raiders sell out.
3: But the Golden Knights fans are nuts. The Golden Knights fans are So, insane. like, I think there is a base to be had there because the Golden Knights prove those people are not people getting p- comped at the win. But
0: those are what, like 12? Those are like 12, 13,000-seat arenas, right, they're playing in. You're talking about doubling the people. No, no I, I, T-Mobile, I think, is 18. But, but either
3: way, like, you know, baseball's baseball is baseball. Baseball has always sort of drawn more people than those sports. But I, I think Vegas, what thing it's it's done for me to just chime in here is that it's underrated with what I've discovered it's underrated as a sports town it just it's better than I thought it was gonna be
0: well it's got I mean listen if if they go and it all comes to fruition which it should right there's gonna be money to spend I'm hoping on the team because the listen the A's since their owner in the last 20-something years has on the team they've been either like at the bottom of the payroll or in the last like eight to ten right so they're not spending money. And regardless of what you say about the 2000 A's and that year and they won 20 straight and they string off in their in their competition, they never spend money. So hopefully for this team, when they move, they spend some money and they can compete. Because listen, any way you slice it, if the product's not in the field, eventually the people are not going to
3: show up. Mm-hmm. You got to be good or at least be in a cycle of being good, right? I mean, right. they even stopped being in the cycle. Of being good, John Senecal, Brian Shackman, Matt Seroice here on Fan Base—a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Okay, so you guys were like, let's have a rant. Like, what are you pissed about? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I was like, what are you ranting about? And John's like, I don't know. Rant on whatever you want. Like, so am I going to talk about my dissatisfaction? Decided- yeah. Like. You're like, oh, we're well, we gonna go around. We're we gonna go around. I'm
0: not the table? starting. The table. I'm not starting. Therapy session. Let's go. I mean, John,
3: second. you're the angriest person I know. The
0: angriest person. Well, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I'm kidding.
3: I, kid I talked to Kev, Kevin Nathan's a long time uh sports anchor and anchor here. <laughs> and you know, I, t- I talk about the the podcast. And you know, Kevin's a good friend of mine, a mentor. And you know, he's an intense guy or whatever. And he asked how you were doing. I was, and I was like, you know, he's just—he's not as angry as he used to be. He's just not angry. Like I, there's, there was—I don't know where the turn was, but like you're the just because he used to be—he used to be so edgy when yeah. I first met him. More than now. Oh my God, this is like Teddy Bear. This The edginess left
0: when I stopped do my job. When I stopped being a news photographer. When I stopped getting a stress ball thrown at me all day long. Like that job is stressful. Like. So that's that what was made, it. so once that's you left news. Was it. That That really yeah. mellowed me out. I'm like, listen, this morning, like, my, my son, like, wrecked, wrecked our, our car, like, two weeks, three weeks get ago. Get out. Is he okay? He re- end, yeah. He, re- re- he rear-ended someone, right? It wasn't a huge was deal. Was he on his phone? Of course. Oh. He'll say he wasn't, but I mean. You know he how was. How the hell did you rear-end <laughs> people? Right. right. Exactly. He didn't get any tickets or whatever. So the car's been at the collision place. Which one? Hoffman.
3: No, no, which car.
0: Oh, the, not my truck. Okay. He wouldn't be alive right now. Um, anyway, so that gets done. You know, you would just say, like, Angry John, this place has been, like, they've had the car for, like, three weeks, right? They said it'd be a week. I go check after a week. It's just sitting there, right? So I'm like, all right, well, what's the, oh, you know, like, next Wednesday. So I call yesterday, the day after next Wednesday, and no answer, right? It always goes to voicemail. So you leave a voicemail. No one calls back. So I go in there this morning. Car's still sitting in the same spot. Nothing's been done with it.
4: Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: It was nice. I was like, you know, it's all about communication. You know, like <laughs> you got to tell me. You know, but old guy, old guy would have walked in there and started losing. And you would have mf'd him up right? and down yeah. the building. Right? But that's not the way to do business, right? Because chances are they're going to realign they're gonna my front piss end. are in your gas something. tank. They're going to leave something in the vent or something. Like I'm not, I'm not going down A dead that road. Rat. A, I am pissed, right? Because I want my car back, right? I want like our normalcy back, our routine back. So we have all three cars moving in this different directions. But I'm not like it's not worth the battle, right? It's not worth the battle.
3: That's like, uh, by the way, what a great rant! But it's kind of like nice guy John rant. That
0: wasn't even my rant. I wanted to rant. You know what I wanted to rant about? What I wanted to rant about? Self checkouts. Hmm. Self
3: checkouts and the tip button. The tip button is like, that's like the easiest rant on the planet.
0: Right, but the tip button and like the whole like service industry because like people that wait tables and. They're making like what, six bucks an hour?
3: Well, not anymore, but they make more now. But yeah But they don't
0: make minimum wage. Right. I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm still trying to figure that out. I've never been in the service industry. I never plan on being in the service industry. Like I always tell my son and my you don't want to be in that industry because you gotta deal with people that like to rant, right? Yep. So my question is, is hey, why aren't you making minimum wage? And then all the BS you deal with on top of it is your tip and that's based on your performance, right? You're showing up to work. And then the custom tip. I don't get that custom tip or any of that tipping thing. Well, and it's at every angle. I don't even care. Right. I feel well, like a mailman's gonna show up, put the shit in my mailbox, and be like, "Hey,
3: a little something for a the effort." <laughs> tip. <a> custom tip. <laughs> so, so the first thing, pump your gas.
0: Custom tip at the end. Is that gonna be the next
3: thing? I, I worked at a bar once, and my, my hourly wage was two fifty-five. And it's not like because this is fifty years ago. It's like, and I made everything on tips, and and it it is the the culture of it has is always been problematic but the the second element is this what i don't like is even like in a Brugger's bagels or a coffee shop they ask for the tip the prompt and then they look at the screen to finish the transaction so they know whether you screwed them or not they judge you and like and for me it's <laughs> like if they just you know It's just weird because of that. Because then I feel like, am I a cheap bastard? Yeah. Because I didn't give him a dollar at Brugger's for throwing 12 bagels in a bag. Right.
0: Or it's the, or it's the, would would you like to donate to yeah. the to oh, the blah, ra- blah, 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 blah blah blah? And everyone's looking at you right. and you're like, like it's and the like, moment of truth. Right. And, there, and you're like, no, donate. you sure you don't want to do <laughs> that? Don't want to donate. Yeah. And like there's a little girl next to you, like behind you with her mom, <laughs> who clearly could probably benefit from the donation. Stop and you're it. like, what? Like, ah, uh, no, I don't. I had a guy the other day, no joke, at a checkout. Started to ask me if I want to donate. He couldn't even remember because he's probably got so many of the things running through his head. He's like, do you want to donate to the, um, um, um. And I'm like, no.
2: I don't. <laughs> Let me stop you there. I don't. Because, like, listen,
0: not to sound like a jerk, but nobody knows what you're doing outside of that transaction. Nobody knows what comes right. out of your paycheck. Or how nobody much comes, you give to charity or nobody volunteer. Nobody knows that. Yeah. The, the plate that gets passed at church, nobody I knows that. I have much
3: less trouble saying no to that stuff than this, the $1 tip at the coffee shop stuff. Because, like... You know, and it's not like I'm cheap because I'm not, but it's like, what what am I? What are ends. we?
2: What are we doing here? Never ends. You got. I'm, have... I'm with you on that too. Like the especially the roundup ones that oh, they yeah. ha- that they have at the self checkout now. Or would you like to round up to yeah. the nearest dollar, like instead of getting change back? No.
3: Are you sure? Yeah.
2: How About this are one? You would you, sure? you like to yeah. that one? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Did you mean to press no? Yeah, I meant to press no. Listen, it's fine to say no to a computer. It's saying no to a person that's harder. You know, that's, that, that's the hard part. And then people say, well, these people don't make enough money, this and that. And I, I just think that there's that shaming element that's just brutal. And I think it's, it's, it's unfair because like when they see that you didn't tip, you feel like you're going to get treated differently and that mm. it shouldn't be that way. I mean,
2: and I love tipping, like, like I'm yeah. I'm for tipping and everything, but especially like you go to uh, like the, the Excel center or something like that and there's the sweetest people and the staff there is great. But you go into the beer cooler yourself, you grab your beer, you go up to the line. They ring it up, and like you said, they flip the iPad around, like and that. it says 15, 18, 20, 25% tip. And I'm like,
3: what did you do? Yeah. Right, 25? Like, like, what did you do? <laughs> and by the way, if your beer is 16 bucks, you give them four yeah. bucks. And and maybe some people pay it, I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised SNL hasn't done something on this I saw, yet.
0: I was at a concert over the summer, and I saw a, a kiosk thing where you served yourself. You, like, walked in. You went underneath, like, a little, like, yeah. radar detector. You grabbed your thing and literally just walked out. And it just – and when you when you went in, you, like, scanned your yep. debit card or whatever. Yep. So it had you locked in. So, listen, I mean, we can all say, like, AI is coming, right, and it's going to replace everyone. But I still got to bag those groceries, and I got to watch someone <laughs> watch me do it, right? And then when I get to the door, they got to be like, look, at, can I check your receipt to make sure that you didn't steal from us? And I want to be like, no oh, – why don't you go up there and ring the shit out yourself? And then we will know that I'm not stealing from you. Again, the judgment uh, zone, right? Yeah. You're going over there, and then, God forbid, you scan something and the, the sensor didn't go scan. It's like, <laughs> it's going off, and everyone's like, oh, this guy stole stuff.
3: Meanwhile, well, but, you got a guy ripping out the back door with a whole cart full of stuff. That's the thing is that people are stealing. Left like, right. now that they're going back, I want to get Matt's turn around. They're going back on the self-checkout. Like, self-checkout, now they're like, we're not to do this anymore because they're stealing so much crap yeah, good. from us. Uh, what's on well, your mind, big guy?
2: I'll tell you. I bought uh, a couple pairs of tickets to some upcoming concerts next year, summer concerts and everything, and what they're doing with Ticketmaster is wrong. It's not just it's, wrong, it's, it's vicious. It's, it's absolute larceny is what it is because- they're all they're doing like the all-in price now they call it like the all-in price so you're not getting hit with fees cause Well, when you're you you're getting when, hit when, by them but you just yeah, know a but when, up when you click on the tickets instead of it saying like $88 per ticket it says 125 it says 125 right so it's supposed to make you feel better that you're still spending yeah. the 125 because you're not seeing all these fees tacked on they're still screwing you
3: well the politicians say well this is with more transparency so you know it's like no, if if the fees go directly to their bottom line and don't actually pay for right. something, they shouldn't be there. And, and and the problem is we have no power. Nothing. There's no recourse. And like the concert industry is so broken. And I want Taylor Swift or whomever. I want them to make all the money in the world. But this is like awful. And like the average person can't do it. And it's dis- it it is disgusting to me. And I'll
2: tell you, I had a good idea too. And the next time we talk to one of our uh, officials about this, we should. Bring it up if you're gonna tack on those fees like that, and instead of an $88 ticket, have it be 125 Include a drink voucher for a 12 ounce beer, include a hot dog with it or something.
3: But they don't have that's the point, yes, they don't, but have, they to. don't have to, yeah. And they right. still you still buy the stupid dog, you still buy the stupid yeah. beer. And because there's enough people in this country who have the money or don't care to pay for it, but like I, I do think about value, like think about what's really worth it. And that stuff makes, like, that's why I'm, I'm I'm done with my season tickets with the Red Sox. Because I'm sick of paying for something that's not worth it. And it's not just the product on the field. It's the whole thing. And it's like my vote doesn't matter. Like, mine doing that, is it going to make a difference? Probably not. But I can't do it anymore. So, like, now, like, I don't even go for, like, I want to see Mike Birbiglia or I want to see Green Day or whatever and like I'm not gonna right. and it sucks because I'd like to see both of them and yeah. I'd like I'd like to enrich Mike Barbiglia and Joe what's his face um, but I'm not gonna go the and
0: extras that- have just gotten out of hand it's crazy yeah. and it's it's, it's it's you know even like You can blame it part of it on COVID, but it was before COVID. I mean, it it, it started out before. It was even before 9-11. Because look at the airline industry. It's like you get, oh, here's your low flight carrier. You click on that stuff. Yeah, you think you're going somewhere for $88 round trip? No, that's like $178 round trip. And then when you click on to look at your seat, like, oh, you want to sit in the toilet? That's a a dollar extra. That's a free. (laughs) That's a dollar extra, right? If you want to sit up in front, that's $25 extra. It's like, come on, dude. Just to your point- it sucks that they're charging that extra, but I wouldn't mind looking and if I'm going to book a flight and click on something, be like, yeah, I can pay 150 for that seat instead of being like, oh, that seat's $80. Next thing I know, I got $79 in BS It fees. would save you time. It does save yeah. you time. But listen, the whole industry is a joke, dude. There's too many damn fees on everything. There's so many fees and I do not even know what to call them. You know, it's like a processing fee. It's a convenience fee. It's a conveyance yeah, what fee. What the hell is it's a it's convenience fee? fee. Uh, it's it? Right. to me. And not to mention everything <laughs> everything's easier now, right? Everything's digital. And we just talked about ain't nobody checking you out. So we know there's nobody sitting back making that transaction. Right. Oh well, Rong, right, forty seven thousand transactions came in. Get to looking at those. No. Right. So you're not paying. You're yeah, paying for electricity. That's what you're the thing. There's fee nobody is. printing tickets no. anymore. No. You, you, don't no. get, like, you don't get you don't like, physical get tickets. You you don't have to get make sure you charge your phone. Hey, there's Otherwise, an idea there's for you. Give me a physical ticket so I can put it in my scrapbook. Yeah,
3: How about that? <laughs> Anything else on anybody's mind? Anything else? We're good. We almost got me and John back. I just, you know, like we work hard for our money like everybody else does. It would be nice to be able to do some of the stuff we want to. It but
0: shouldn't cost $400 to go with a family and sit in the upper deck at a baseball game.
3: I, the Bruins. I want to go to the Bruins with, with yeah. three other people. You can't get in the lower bowl at the Bruins for under $250
0: yeah. per person. Yeah, we were down in Philly the, like two weekends ago, and I was like, oh, we could spend the night. Let's look at the Eagles tickets. They are playing the Cowboys just to get in, and the nosebleeds,
3: $375. But some s- sleps paid that. That's
0: what, probably a 70,000-seat stadium? Yeah. Right? Yeah, 60, Lincoln 70, Financial,
3: yeah. it's probably around there.
0: Most football stadiums are 65 70,000. Yeah. Well, he loves,
3: Sorois loves Philly. Hi. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, you, you love Philly. Oh, I was a wasted rant. <laughs> <laughs> I could have went off on Philly. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know you're Philly.
3: <laughs> <thing. not> <laughs> Philly up on related. Philly. <laughs> hey, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. John Senecal, Matt Sorois, fan base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry